Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, I am Danny Williams, Jake Myers, the co-host of the podcast. He produces the product as well. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Anyone who tunes into the Broncos Blitz podcast any day of the week, um, thanks for doing it. Maybe you're every day or um, someone's listening our numbers. (laughs) Let's just say, quite frankly, nobody does it better. It's no No slogans, slogans, just just great great podcasts. podcasts. Okay. So it's Thursday, Jake, you will not be in Friday. Danny Bailey will be here for Friday's podcast uh, with me, but you'll give at the end of the show, um, we'll build up to your predictions, okay? Yes, sir. Um, In the meantime, we have an injury report uh, report that might take the whole podcast, about 30 minutes to just list. There's so many guys with nicks and dings. Um, We'll uh, check out... Um, we'll just do it now. We'll give you uh, you give us a injury report update. We'll talk about what the Steelers have going on as well. We talked a lot on the show today, the radio show, about Big Ben, where he's at. Um, I was actually surprised by his numbers last season. 31 touchdowns against 10 picks. It's pretty spectacular. He had a great season. Faded down the stretch a little bit this season through four games. Four touchdowns, four picks. Um Totally not the same old Big Ben from um, arm strength, from just the way he's moving around the pocket to the, you could tell kind of he's he's lost confidence as well. Um, Not throwing the ball for the 400 yards we're used to, barely clipping 200 yards in a couple of those games. Um, When it goes, it goes quick. He's 39 years old. He's six foot five and 250 pounds a man loafing around out there. And I think it's kind of caught up with him. He's on their injury report, which you mentioned. And pectoral injury. Not practicing this week. Maybe took a shot we don't know about this last week. Maybe playing with something that we don't know this last week. But I expect him to be out there. I expect him to play, to be honest, Jake, like uh, with the shades of his Hall of Fame self. So Hmm. how good are the Broncos going to allow Big Ben to be? That will be the difference in the game because if Big Ben goes out there and throws three touchdowns, the Broncos lose this game. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to lose that game. But if they keep Big Ben to a touchdown and a pick um, and maybe help kind of dictate some of the pace of the game, have the uh, Steelers play into their hands a little bit mm-hmm. rather than uh, the Steelers go out there first two drives, they're up 10 to 0, 10 to 3, and all of a sudden we got to start trying to score the ball and it looks like the Steelers of old. Um, that's not a game the Broncos want to play. So we'll get into that. I moved away from the injuries. Can you give me the injury report, sir? Yes. All signs look like Teddy Bridgewater is going to be able to play in this game. 
yesterday. He did not practice, but he was in the weight room. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be cleared to practice, maybe at a limited capacity, you know, coming up here tomorrow or or even today. Um, and, you know, running down through the rest of the uh, injury list, Melvin Gordon didn't practice with a lower leg injury. Bobby Massey just had a rest day. Deontay Spencer and Pat Sertan both didn't practice yesterday with chest injuries. Uh, Baron Browning with his back, limited in practice. Graham Glasgow, uh, who was out last week, with the knee injury, is now a limited participant in practice. Um, Von Miller on a rest day, he was a uh, uh, limited. Um, Andrew Mintz, hamstring, limited in practice. Albert O, Dalton Reisner, Shelby Harris, and Justin Simmons, um, all limited in practice. Actually, Shelby Harris and Justin Simmons were uh, full participants. Dalton Reisner, um, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to come back this week you know we were talking about on the radio show with that ankle injury if it was enough to keep him out last week yeah it might be enough to keep him out this week but he is back to a limited participant in practice so that is your broncos injury update dang uh well that's the end of the podcast no i'm just kidding it just was a long list it was lengthy and, you know, that's what the Patriots looks like every week. They put, like, every guy on it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but the Broncos really are kind of banged up. We talked about the importance of staying healthy. I mean, and it's just kind of unraveled the last couple of weeks. The healthiest teams usually make the playoffs and make runs. You know, that's just, you know, your, whoever's best team's best players remain the healthiest. Team, those usually, like, are playoff teams. That's something I've come to kind of realize and kind of come to grips with. So... Um, no reason, uh, or, or no, um, surprise, I should say that the Broncos kind of got handled by the Ravens this last week. We had eight starters out of our 22 starters, eight of our 22 best guys that they, they were out and oh, the Ravens were, you know, nah, I actually, I think I said it very well when I said the Ravens kind of adjusted to their injuries that they had. Um, and they, they got back a few players just before the game as well. But they had to replace and have now learned to live without Marcus Peters and with uh, out Gus uh, Johnson. And I want to say Gus Bradley almost said it again. It's Gus Edwards. Oh, Gus Edwards? Well, yeah. Gus Johnson is the play-by-play. And Gus Bradley's who? Uh, who the is that guy? I guess we'll never, never know. know. Now I have to stop the podcast here and look. Gus Bradley. Gus. It, it sounds familiar. Bradley. Um, yeah, Gus Bradley is an American football coach. He was a defensive coordinator for the Raiders. There you go. Stumbling, grumbling. I knew there was a Gus Bradley. I knew it. That's what I said. So Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins both out for the entire season. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've adjusted. You know, they, they picked up Latavius Murray, who's a stud in the backfield. He's so. still a really good player. He's not, he wasn't washed. He was just too expensive for them. Right. And at the running back position, you could just plug and play. Okay. So... Um, how does that leave you feeling here now, which is kind of your Friday. I'm asking you to feel the way you're going to feel tomorrow, today. How are you feeling about this game? All right, I'm going into the future. All right, so tomorrow I am feeling that the Broncos are going to win this game. Okay. Um, you know, yesterday on the- <laughs> Tomorrow on, I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday on the show, uh, or actually Wednesday on the show since we're on Friday now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wednesday on the show I, I predicted- Broncos 17, Steelers 14. Okay. Um, I'm still feeling that. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, Both defenses uh, are still pretty good. That Steelers pass rush scares me a little bit, but the Steelers have yet to win at home. Two losses at home, one to the Raiders, one to the Bengals. 
And then they their only win came on the road against the Bills yeah. uh, to start the season. Um, and then last week, you know, losing to the Packers in in Lambeau. In a game that was like they should have been coming to, you know, that should have been a 30-27, but they couldn't keep up the firepower mm-hmm. that, you know, that doesn't exist for them anymore. That should have been one of those classic games that come down to the wire where both guys throw three touchdowns, but Big Ben didn't just didn't have it in him. Yeah, I, I don't think he has much left in him. And, and when you said earlier – um, he, he faded out last year just a little bit. I think it was a lot of it. Uh, I already put a fork in, in Big Ben. I don't think he has anything left. Um, we've already seen this season. Yeah. He's, he's had some struggles, what, four touchdowns, four interceptions so far this season. Um, and I just don't see it. I, I don't see him resembling anything that he once was. You're really sh- talking real certain-like on this I'm stuff. certain. I'm pat certain that he is <laughs> not going to be – uh, anything special in this game and for the rest wow. of the season. He's washed. He's washed. It's over. His career is over. over. So this bodes well for the Broncos, and I think Big Ben, you know, nursing that pec injury is going to be running for his life. Von Miller, Shelby Harris, and that Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP, my, my brother. brother. <laughs> um, so I think Von Miller is going to have a couple sacks this game. Yeah. Uh, Big Ben is not as elusive as he once was in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a recipe for disaster for the Steelers' offense. Okay. I mean, like, making me feel great, all these things you're saying. These are all the words that I want, lo- love hearing, okay? So let's call this a halftime point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Danny Williams. I'm at TweetsDanny on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center, DTC in, in uh, Colorado. If you're listening to us somewhere other than in town here, uh, we do a radio show every single day on Mile High Sports Radio, 98.1 FM here in town. You can watch it at milehighsports.com, uh, the Mile High Sports app as well. Uh, check it out. If you like the podcast, you'll love the show. Um, the Broncos Blitz podcast that you're listening to right now, if you're listening to it somewhere, well, then you found it. But you could also listen to it or subscribe to it anywhere in the whole planet Earth where you can find podcasts, including MileHighSports.com, MileHighSports' app. So do that. Let us know that uh, you like the podcast, you're listening. Um, I told Jake I just searched Broncos podcast the other day. Let me see what happens. And, like, we're one of, like, the ten podcasts, first ten podcasts that come up. Um, we're awesome. Um, you guys are smashing it, uh, listeners. And Jake and I try to do a good job for you guys. But I want to mention DraftKings, okay? Talk about an awesome partner in this podcast, an official sports betting partner of the NFL as well, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, every single week, they have an opportunity for you. However, the what's happening now in week five wasn't as good as the week one promo. Say you missed that. I'm sorry you missed that. Say you're just in the, getting into the podcast now. Well, I'm sorry. Um, but what they have for you right now, it's still awesome, and you won't even know any better, okay? Actually, you didn't miss anything. This is the best deal. Wink, wink. Um, bet $1 on any NFL game this week and get $100 in free bets, okay? $1 any NFL game this week, win or lose, and get $100 in free bets. No-brainer, okay? Uh, drafting customers, get, get involved with these same-game parlays. Just tell me what a same-game parlay is real quick. Same-game parlay, you put uh, multiple... In game bets on all in the same game, yeah, um, and you put them all together, and a little bit of money turns into a lot of money. 
We'll, so, we'll talk about Thursday Night Football's action tonight, but give me uh, an example of a same-game parlay inside of tonight's Thursday Night Football action, Rams-Seahawks. Rams minus two and a half. Okay, we uh, like that. Love that. Um, and uh, the the over-under, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the over. I see a lot of points being okay, scored I kinda in this game. Okay, I kind of do too. Um, and then give me... Uh, Russell Wilson over 200 and I think I think it's like 265 passing yards Um, so that's three legs check this out let's add one more anytime touchdown score in this game who do we like I like Cooper Cup you like Cooper Cup I really like Cooper Cup so check this out 25 on that four leg parlay like that's gonna pay out like four hundred dollars Okay, so in a couple of those, like, again, it's just the game has to just fall into place for you You can miss on all those two and the Seahawks will you know win in a blowout is that let's? I mean, uh, we've ran our simulations. We see this game coming down to kind of close uh, because it's a di- uh, you know inner division, but also the Rams are really good. So maybe you think different. Maybe you have some ideas of your own. Well, you could put them all together inside of one bet at DraftKings and turn a little bit of money into lots of money. Okay, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS uh, one dollar on any NFL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets. That's promo code MHS this week. DraftKings Sportsbook. Book an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Tell me. Okay. So, Jake, we mentioned a little bit of Thursday Night Football action tonight. Let's talk about it for a sec. What do you think happens in this game? Two and two Seahawks who would fall to two and three. Um, for the first time probably in the Russell Wilson era. Right. Um, and the Rams looking to bounce back from a kind of a beatdown at the hands of a Rams team who kind of shocked the whole football world last weekend, including all of these really, really great Rams players themselves. Right. So looking at this game, it's a must win for the Seattle Seahawks. because Damn, I like the way you put that. That is the toughest division in football. And if yeah. you fall behind early – it's going to be really hard for you to dig yourself out. Already the Cardinals are the, the last undefeated team yeah. in the NFL. You have to look at it like this, too, and I didn't think of this in the show. If the Seahawks lose this game, win or lose, they'll be fighting. Other two playoff uh, um, spots will be tied up in the 49ers. Gonna, you know, even though they beat them last week, the 49ers are going to the playoffs. They're a great team, and uh, we know that um, the Cardinals may be winning this division, and um, if less, the Rams win the 13 games, we think, as well. So that's three lock playoff teams, I think. Um, that leaves one other wild card spot. One other wild card spot for some team in the NFC. It'll be basically the Seahawks fighting every other NFC team that didn't win their division for the last playoff spot, which I think um, would be a little bit too much for them to overcome and be the first year in a long time where they um, are kind of down, seemingly down. Yeah, I thought the Seahawks were going to be down this year. You Um, did, you did. You were pretty good with that. Just looking at that division, you know, the the come up with the Cardinals, the Rams getting Stafford and taking their game to the next level. It seems like the Seahawks, too, are getting further away from, again, like they're clinging to, again, there's no Legion of Boom there. No. Like none of those guys are there. Maybe Bobby Wagner's. Bobby Wagner's still there? Bobby Wagner's still like there. He's like the last dude still there. It's a totally different outfit. Every last thing has changed with um, who and what those teams are. Um, they were a 10-win team last year because Russell Wilson put these bunch of bozos on their back on his back and uh, found their way to 10 wins um 
they feel like a 500 team to me this yeah. year. The Rams going into Seattle, going against the 12th man, so it's going to be tough. And it's a divisional game, so anything can happen in these rivalries. But I'm still taking the Rams. I think they, they really want to bounce back after that tough loss to Arizona. And that defense is going to be blitzing Russell Wilson. And, and you know, Russell Wilson is going to be making some plays. You know, he's going to make some plays with his feet. It's going to be an exciting game. I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, but I, I like the Rams maybe by a field goal or a touchdown. Okay. A um, few other things I want to talk about. I won't let you predict this game. Tomorrow's podcast uh, with Danny Bale will be just going in and out of how we see this game playing out from um, the first quarter kind of, you know, through the game, which I kind of think it's fun to do. Um, uh, fo- you know, a Football Friday show is such a packed show. we got to look a little bit around the rest of the league, too. But for today's, I want to get a few more Broncos things in, okay? Um, I told you on the show that Dan- NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah had uh, 10 best rookies in the NFL, Okay. Um, and there's two Broncos on that list. Those two guys are Pat Sertan uh-huh. and Javante Williams. Of course, right? So I just want to know how good do you think those guys can be? And maybe it's no surprise that two young guys like that are um, one of the reasons why the Broncos are starting to like turn. They say um, when to turn like a cr- cruise ship around. There's like a, how long it takes, or like it's a real. You know, it's process. It's a process, um, and I'm sure turning a NFL team that's be, you know been a Michael Porter toilet junior team um, around um, is takes a long time. A lot of there's the culture stuff to the quarterback stuff to the leadership stuff to the before we get to just the good players Coaching. and then finding a way to actually win the games. Okay. But Javante and, and Patrick Sertan, how good are these guys? I think they're phenomenal. And Pat Sertan, I think is going to be a pro bowler this year. Wow. Rookie season pro bowl. Um, I see, Damn. I see big things coming from him. Javante. I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to just to get that pro bowl nod, uh, especially with Melvin Gordon um, being on the team as well. Yeah. You know, kind of, you know, taking away some of his carries and touches. So I think that it'll take a little bit for Javante to get that nod, but... Maybe not, though. I think Javante has... I mean, I still think with 12 or 13 carries a game, he makes a huge impact on this team. Absolutely. He does. Um, but maybe the the national uh, love for him will come a little bit later. You know, we always say uh, whenever guys get their Pro Bowls, you know, maybe they, they, were, they deserved it the year before, but they won't actually get recognized for it until a little bit later on. And I think that's going to be Javante's case here. Um, He's already shown glimpses of what he can do, and he can carry Marlon Humphrey 20 yards. And Marlon Humphrey is one of the top-paid corners in the league, and and he made him look foolish. So if you're able to do that, you can – the sky's the limit for Javante. Yeah. And I think really all the only thing that's in his way is Melvin Gordon. Sertan is all the makings of a great one. Like really, really iconically Champ Bailey kind of special. Those guys are there's good corners, but there's like guys who come and flash and the um, the Cortland Finnegans and the Asamoahs. These guys come and go. You know, even Reva Silent wasn't a 15 year. You know, uh, he was you know it was a six or seven eight year, and it kind of when it was gone, it's gone. Patrick Sertan is living up to all of the like the billing. 
and living up to all the hype. That's when you know you got something really, really special on your hands. And, you know, barring injuries, um, this guy's going to play in this league for 10 or 12 years. I hope he does it all the years with the Broncos. I hope he's an all-pro next year. And I hope, like, um, it's the only way I'm ever going to feel really you know, better about not taking Justin Fields or or Mac Jones as if this guy becomes iconically special, all time kind of special. And I actually think he has with all those lofty expectations and unrealistic things I'm putting upon him. Think he can live up to that? You know? Yeah, I'm with you there. He he and Javante have very bright futures. Okay. Um. One more on Javante. I want to say, um, who knows? But. Guys like, you know, Javante has the makings of the Larry Johnsons and Sean Alexanders. And, you know, doesn't quite look like Kamara, but does those type of things. The ultimate package, I always look at um, a running back as what can we get out of you on your rookie contract? Whether you get the five years in the rookie uh, on, on the first round um on a first round deal or the four years and you get some kind of phenom in the second round or, or beyond, you know, I would never pay a running back afterwards. You know, the Melvin Gordon money kind of never made sense. Say he has a spectacular year and the Broncos go to the playoffs based off of like the running game and those two guys, well then maybe it would be validated, but um, Javante's everything I'd ever want from a, a, a running back who I didn't have to spend a first round pick on, who I still has, think has a chance to be a superstar for the next four years. Um, and then we let him go make a bunch of money elsewhere and we just live with it because we know big picture guys. You'll get a running don't. back in the draft. Well, later. you know, there's, there's other Javantes out there. That's a place, there's other Javantes out there. So, um, yeah. Okay. I need to know now how you see this game playing out. Final score, who shines, and next Monday when we're in here, are we talking about a 4-1 and one Broncos team gearing up for the Raiders? Stumbling, grumbling. So right off the bat, I think it's going to be a slow start for both teams. Uh, Teddy, you know, after not having a week of practice, uh, he's going to have to take a while to get his rhythm right. I think Big Ben at home. Uh, he's, he's still going to have some struggles early on, and they're going to – it's going to be a while till they get the ball rolling. So I'm going to say a 0-0 first quarter. Ooh, ugly. Ugly, you know, grind it out. And lots of three I and outs. prediction so Lots far. of punting. Um, then the second quarter comes around. Broncos score a touchdown um, right off the bat. Uh, Javante Williams, big gainer, 30-yard touchdown. Uh, it, it's going to get the juices flowing for the Broncos a little bit. Juicy. Um, then – I'm going to say Big Ben throws a pick. Um, Big Ben, um, rushed by Von Miller, barely gets it out. It's a floating wounded duck up there. And I'm going to say Justin Simmons gets another pick. Uh, after that, Teddy Goat marches down, gets a field goal, 10-0 at halftime. And then third quarter's all Steelers. They, they score two touchdowns in the third quarter. Uh, Najee Harris with a big gainer. And, and I like... Uh, Big Ben to throw at least one one passing touchdown in this game. I'm going to say he throws that one to Juju. Uh, and then in the fourth quarter, again, it's going to be slow. Lots of punting for the majority. And then the Broncos at the end, this is, they're going to uh, score. Uh, not the game I would have hoped for. Another touchdown. Broncos score a touchdown late in the fourth quarter, and the Broncos defense has to finish it off. And they're going to end it with a sack on 
uh, a fourth and long, and the Broncos win. Who shines in this affair of yours? I'm going to say on offense. In this wild affair of yours. Javante Williams is the star on offense. And on defense, I'm going to say it's Justin Simmons. He's taking a lot of heat this week. Simmons? A lot of, yeah, Justin Simmons taking a lot of heat this week. Say, I hear a lot of people saying he's got to step it up his play, level of play. Um, I don't know if we're looking at the one burn job that Hollywood Brown put on uh, both of those guys back there, but i um, been hearing that kind of stuff about Justin Simmons. Um, I guess have to take a closer look. Maybe go, you know, talk to some guys who really kind of watch and would know if this guy is struggling or not. But I, the perception to me is he's been pretty good still. No? Yeah, he's been good. There's been a couple plays where there was, you know, coverage breakdowns, but, you know, that's bound to happen in a, in a long season. And as long as you watch the film and, you know, shut the haters up after, then that's all that matters. So I think he's going to bounce back with an with a interception in this game. Okay, Jake, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. You won't, but you'll be back on Monday. Have a good weekend. You too. Uh, four and one, I hope, for these Broncos on Monday. Danny Bailey and I will do the whole Broncos um, Steelers inside and out breakdown tomorrow. Make our predictions as well. Um, I think this game's going to be close. I think this game's going to be very close. I like the Broncos as an underdog again, that feeling, you know. Um, they weren't ready to be, be talked about and be feeling the way that they were feeling after 3-0. and They got, you know, uh, chopped back down to size a little bit, uh, a little bit of a reality check. I think it sets up perfect for them to then go uh, back to the basics a little bit, um, get some gritty-gutty in there, and take advantage of a wounded animal like the Steelers, who, again, that sense of urgency and that desperateness to win this game to remain in contention and you no, know, really get like the, the, the I've been hearing all week about benching Big Ben I wonder what the talks are there and that's just national talk um, it's great lots to talk about um, thanks for being with us on the Broncos Blitz podcast we appreciate you guys uh, we love you guys good night Sheila good night without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.